this is Steve Bauer's Grateful Dead Podcast. It's been a little while since I've done one of these. It's been uh, since May 31st of 2017. My, how the time flies. I, uh, you know, I don't, this is one of those things that's kind of a labor of love. And uh, not that the love uh, hasn't, or rather, has the love faded away? The love has not faded away. <laughs> that's uh, for sure. But, you know, the time kind of has, and um, it's funny how things change. I When I started doing this in January of 2015, you know, it was kind of a whim, a fluke, if you will, that just kind of I hopped on a wave and rode it for a little while, and it was a lot of fun. And um, I, part of my, I guess, agreement with myself, if there was ever anything that formal about it was that I was going to do it when I felt like it. There isn't a monetary component uh, here. Uh, it doesn't affect my bottom line really on any level other than a little bit of time uh, taken to put these things together. But that's, you know, it's fun and it's a hobby, I suppose. But, uh, you know, I kind of hit a spot a year and a half ago where um, I, I get, apparently I ran out of things to say. Um, and I, you know, I wasn't going to force myself to do these and uh so here we are a year and a half since the last one it's been a lot uh, that's happened since then i think um i was either had just gotten back or was getting ready to go see dead and company in boulder uh that was great um last year i went and saw them in alpine valley also fun um although i probably wouldn't go back to alpine valley but that's another subject uh all what got me uh thinking about doing this again uh, here recently was um, it's just it's kind of funny how the cosmos works and people start talking and energy starts to shift and um, I'd just been talking to a couple people lately and this uh, podcast had come up in conversation and then um, last night I was hanging out with some friends and uh, one of them is a kind of a new friend of mine his name is David Gracie and I asked him if I could use his name because I just you know I don't want to I guess out people or put people in you know my huge public spotlight without their permission but he said yeah fine go ahead and the reason I say that is because David is a really amazing uh painter he's a he's a painter and uh, I don't know a lot about that world but I know that his art is pretty phenomenal and uh at least you know from my limited perspective I know that it moves me and is technically uh very impressive uh so google David Gracie G-R-A-C-I-E and check out he has a web page um, where you can see some of his art. But the point is, is that uh, we were talking with another mutual friend who um, used to do a little bit of touring in the 90s, and uh, the subject of the dead came up, and as it you know sometimes does. And uh, and David saw the Grateful Dead in Boston at the Boston Gardens on October 1st of 1994. And just as it just turns out to be, that's one of my favorite shows from the 90s. And uh, maybe it's been said, I've seen it said, heard it said, that it's one of the last really genuinely good Grateful Dead concerts. And I think there's some validity to that statement. Um, I have certainly enjoyed it over the years. So um, I guess there was just enough energy around that conversation and this podcast got brought up. And I thought, you know, here. I actually have some feelings about this, and uh, and uh, I've, so I had, I dug out my little mixing board, and my computer took a dive a few months ago, so I had to reinstall my apps and converters and 
whatnot. Uh, so I spent the morning doing that and kind of remembering how to re put this thing back together again. But that's been, uh, you know, it's, it seems to be working so far. So I'm glad to be able to put this uh, together. Let's face it, this can be a, a really tough period of Grateful Dead to listen to, especially, you know, if you're uh, especially for older heads, I guess, people that saw them in the 70s and 80s and 60s. Uh, there's not a lot of love for this time period, um, and, and that's valid. It's it's very tough. How You know, my first show was RFK Summer 90. That's documented elsewhere in this podcast. Um, so I, I can say I, I saw Brent Midland once, you know. Um, I saw the Jerry Garcia band a bunch of times. And uh, I was not going to shows during this time period. I didn't see them between Eugene of 93 and then I saw them at the Palace in Detroit um, in June of 95. And, um, you know, the my, you know, this is, you know, think back pre really Internet where you could just listen to shows in real time. Or if you want to listen to a show, you just listen to a show um, at this time. Most of what I was hearing was from the Grateful Dead Hour from David Gans. And then, you know, things like Dupree's Diamond News and those sorts of things, relics. Um, and, you know, just the occasional uh, phone call of friends that were still going to shows. And and I'd heard a couple bootlegs from the summer of 94, and I just uh, thought, boy, that's, that's not going real well. And which was sad. I mean, that's, I think, especially for younger people today, it's hard um, really to grasp just how hard it was to, to listen to to um the decline of of jerry garcia and uh i'm getting a little bit choked up just thinking about it now um but this was uh i mean that was real and i'm not going to belabor the point but but that was a thing that we all got to you know watch in real time and um i can't imagine if we had the kind of real-time access we do uh today um but you know for whatever reason he had kind of a resurgence in in the fall of 94 and he was frail i mean there's you listen to the recordings and he is physically frail carpal tunnel was real um his i mean his overall health was just abysmal and um but for whatever reason this fall swing uh, in the northeast through new york and uh and boston there were some real moments where he was engaged and and trying and fighting against you know everything that he was fighting against and i think this is a really great example of that um uh, what a what a concert what a what a mixed bag because i mean the band overall sounded great i love love the sound of the drums uh during this time and phil's bass is just phenomenal Weir's got his thing figured out, and even Vince, you know, we'll just leave that there. <laughs> but he's finally, you know, we're post Bruce. Bruce Hornsby had been, he'd been, Vince had been the solo key player, keyboard player for a couple of years by this time, and um, you know, he they kind of got his sound figured out, and so now the question mark was just was Garcia gonna show up, you know, and uh, for this show and for a lot of shows uh, uh, during this run, he he did or at least tried to, and that's the thing that. You know, I, I have some empathy for the guy um, because he really, you know, he was struggling. And uh, ha- having myself personally knowing a little bit about addiction from a personal perspective, I, I can't imagine what it was like to uh, be him during this time. And uh, so anyway, you know, a lot of love for for, uh, for Jerry Garcia on this one. And I think that he's showing a lot of love back. You know, it's real easy to dismiss 
uh, 90s Grateful Dead as just being a financial situation, which it most certainly was. Let's not, you know, capitulate about that. There was millions of dollars at stake and, you know, their whole touring company. And, you know, if they would have tried to have, you know, an intervention on Garcia again, and maybe they did, but he would have just taken off and toured with his own band anyway. Um, there was no stopping the guy. He was going to do what he was going to do. So it ended up being what it was. And, you know, I think Phil cops a little bit in his book to the idea that they maybe could have done a little bit more to address uh, the elephant in the room. Uh, you know, what's done is done. Uh, bygones, you know, um, things happened. And, and 25 years later, we're blessed with more good music than we can shake a stick at. It's a really great time to be a fan of this music. So I don't, you know, again, trying not to belabor, but it needs, I think it's worth talking about is that what we're listening to here is a, a, a guy that's really, really sick and who's, you know, caught in the middle of something that's so much bigger than him and who had been on autopilot uh, for a little while. But this is one of those nights that, uh, uh, for whatever reason, uh, Garcia shows up and is present and is and is trying to lead the band and to just be um, an active part of the proceedings, which is it's you know I mean it's what it's the, why we come you know um, and it's it's a, just it's it's one it's it's a this is a mixed emotions kind of thing like when it's good I just get it's so awesome. It's hard to not have an element of God, what could have been, you know. So I'm I'm gonna stop with that. But that's that's a real. I, I feel that when I listen to this. So, whatever. Let's get into the music. Any show that starts off with the help on the way, Slipknot, Franklin's Tower, uh, Triumvirate, Sweet, whatever you want to call it, he is gonna. That's a good start. Uh, so I'm gonna play that. Then Phil Lesh is going to sing Just Like Tom Thumbs Blues. And then Bobby's going to finish off the first set with The Promised Land. And I'm going to play from the second set, Scarlet Begonia's Into Fire on the Mountain. And I'm going to play Vinny's Way to Go Home, Saint of Circumstance, Terrapin Station, The Last Time, Stella Blue, and One More Saturday Night. There's a lot to be said about all of this. Um, I, just real briefly, this is my favorite, maybe my favorite version of one more Saturday night. And I'll tell you why it's because if you listen to all this, it's very obvious that, um, well, everything I just talked about, but to hear Jerry come in with the vocals, the background vocals at the end, the big rave up is it's one of my favorite Grateful Dead moments ever. And that's the truth. Because, I mean, he's still he's still throwing it out there, man. He's laying it all on the stage. And uh, and it just makes me so happy. And I, and uh, every time I hear it, I just want to dance, dance, dance as hard as I can um, with him. You know? So, uh, here we go. Grateful Dead. October 1st, 1994, Boston, Massachusetts.
waited What watch by night No one watch by day If you get confused Listen to the music
Steals your voice, leaves his hat. 
let my inspiration flow Token rhymes, suggesting rhythm That will not forsake me Till my tale is told and done While the fire lights are glow Strange shadows from the flames will grow Things we've never seen Seem familiar Shadows of a sailor form And winds both fell Fair all small Down in Carlisle He loved a lady Many years ago Here beside him Stands a man Soldier
Stella Blue When all the cards are down Nothing left to see Still a blue. 
There's nothing you can hold for very long. And when you hear that song,
How do you like them apples? Grateful Dead, October 1st, 1994, from the Boston Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Hope you all had as much fun listening to that as I did. And, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do another one of these, but uh, I hope that uh, you're well. Until next time, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Peace.